0: Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, August 1st. And uh, wow, okay, another month down. July flew by for me. I know it flew by for Mark, but August could be even better because this is the month where Mark and I are going to take some time off from one another. We love each other dearly, but a little space is good in every relationship. And I know Mark is looking forward to that, as am I, just to be able to kind of get my head cleared. Uh, I do will tell you, Mark, that today I was contacted by one of the senior producers on one of our wonderful broadcasts at CBS who said to me, but we could get you if something bad happened, right? Yes. Yes, you can. And I know you're going to hate me for saying that, Mark, but I, I do feel like if like the market falls apart or some huge announcement were to occur, I have to be available.
1: Well, you, you need to lay out what falls under the really bad category.
0: Yeah. I mean, like a big market plunge would be one, I think. Um, I think a big announcement on the Secure Act version 2.0. And I think an announcement on student loan forgiveness from the Biden administration. Those are my three biggies that I'm keeping an eye on. Is there anything else I'm missing?
1: No, those are big ones. Yeah. But, uh, you know, not like a 2% drop.
0: All right. Well, Mark is laughing because we used to be the, at the radio division of CBS. They would call me every time the, um, the Dow was down like 300 or 500 points. I'm like, guys, it's not the 1987 crash anymore. Like 500 points when you're at these levels is a difference. So I had to teach them the difference between point loss and percentage loss, which I have done. So that's good. I think I've got everyone well-trained. Meanwhile- In your real life, here it is, it's August, you've got uh, just the month to prepare for the academic year to begin. And I know that many of us live our lives based on those academic calendars. Maybe it's because of old memories, but maybe it's because your kids are getting back and ready to go away to school. You've got things going on. Whatever is happening in your life, there's probably a financial aspect to it. And if you would like our help in kind of guiding you through whatever's on your mind, just go to our website. It's jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button and let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. It's just that easy. Today, we are talking to Patrick from Virginia. Hi, Patrick. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. What brings us together today?
2: So I have a um, uh, two children 17-year-old and a 14-year-old. My 17-year-old is a rising senior in high school, uh, and then my 14-year-old is a rising freshman in high school. And so, uh, obviously, or maybe not obviously, but my my 17-year-old daughter is looking at colleges, and we are uh, hopeful that she will uh, enter college next fall or a year from now. So, I've since. A very young age, we've been uh, contributing to a 529 really for for both children, but more more importantly, or more uh, upcoming is my daughter's 529, and so I've had it invested pretty, uh, I'll say, aggressively in a 529, mm-hmm. and the uh, I looked at it in January and. Tried you to felt, You probably felt
0: very good in <laughs> January. Did. Like, you know, let me look at the year-end statement. Let me, Oh, look, as of December 31st, I feel good. And now if you look at it as of June 30th, not feeling quite as good, right, Patrick? That's correct. Not feeling quite as good. Um, Tell me, wait a I, second, before we go on, I just want to yep. know, give me a couple of details. In yep. the 17-year-old's 529 plan, how much money is there?
2: Today, it's at uh, 90000
0: Okay. And the
2: 14-year-old's? So he's at about 50000 One other thing to mention is that we uh, established a, an IRA in my wife's name that we are also using as a, or intending to use as a college
0: fund as well. How old um, is your wife? She is uh, 53. So you would want to use that for the 14-year-olds? That's correct. Okay. And how much is in there? Uh, 40000 40, are we thinking rising senior? I know looking at colleges, since you're from Virginia, is there any possibility I get to go to like UVA?
2: So the plans are that uh, she goes to a state unit, state school. So yeah, mm-hmm. or Virginia Tech or, or any other Virginia state schools, mm-hmm. uh, our expectation or what we have kind of committed to her is that we would pay an equivalent of a state school. And if she wanted to go to a private school or out of state, that would be on her.
0: Okay. What is it cost to go to one of your state schools a year when you say the equivalent of, so what's the number? So
2: the number that we were shooting for, (laughs) I'll say 17 years ago, the number is different today. Yes. Um, But uh, so we were originally envisioning about 100,000 or 120 in that range. Mm -hmm. Uh, UVA today is uh, about 32 with tuition and room and board. Uh, the other Virginia schools are a little bit less expensive, but but that's but the, you're not
0: so far off when you said 100 to, you're, in other words, you weren't right. that far off, okay. right? So, I guess
2: my my question is is right now that 529 and really all of the 529s, including the IRA, are pretty aggressively invested in, mm-hmm. in mutual funds, and I just don't know what to when I should start making them. Less aggressive now. Uh-huh. Is it too late that I missed my window? Or I, you, you know, hear Mar-
0: just, you hear you hear Mark Talercio chuckling in the background. I do. No, oh, it's not nice. Tell us a little bit more, Patrick, about what's going on. So first of all, so your wife is making an IRA contribution. Is she working also? Is she making that using a spousal IRA? She, what's her the income right now in the household?
2: She works part-time. Uh, she makes a small amount. Uh, it's Combined, we're, we make about
0: $160. How's your cash flow on that 160 to 170 a year? We're pretty comfortable. Okay. All right. And do you contribute to a retirement account? Oh, yes. And how old do you?
2: Uh, I'm fifty-one.
0: Okay, and are you contributing twenty-seven thousand? Is uh, you know, are you maxing out with the catch-up contribution?
2: And I'm not, so I I contribute ten percent, eleven percent total okay. on a year. I have a four hundred one k at my work, uh, so I get the match plus some, and uh, and then of course my wife does the the RR, RR, And IRK. she
0: is she doing the whole thing like six thousand or seven thousand right now? She does four hundred a month into okay. that. Okay. And what about money that's just in the bank? Boring emergency reserve fund.
2: Uh, so we have about, I'm going to look up number. So we have about 43 as a reserve or as an emergency fund.
0: And any brokerage account, any anything kicking around like, oh, I thought this was fun when markets were higher. <laughs> no, I'm not that brave. What about the house? Tell us about where do you live and how much it's worth?
2: So I'm in a uh, I have I own a home. Uh, I've got a mortgage of about it's about ninety left on it home about three twenty. The mortgage interest rate? Oh, it's two point seven something.
0: So you're not making any extra payments on that, right?
2: No, it was a 15 year note. And so we've got, uh, I think six or seven years left on it.
0: Wow. You are really close to the end. That's amazing. So that's interesting though, because it sort of looks like, I don't know what your mortgage payment is right now. Do you have an idea? Just, just the mortgage, the principal and interest, not all the uh, other stuff. Uh,
2: 1800
0: I mean, so it's interesting because by the time the your your youngest is in you know sort of finishing up exactly. college, you got a nice little extra moolah coming in that can help float some of the difference, right?
2: That was the vision.
0: Yeah. Okay. You're happy at work. Like life is good. You're comfortable there, and you are uh, secure there, or as secure as one could be at this point in the universe.
2: I would say as secure as one could be at this point in the
0: universe. Okay, great. And how much is in the four oh one K total right now?
2: Let's see, one point four.
0: Is your intention to just keep working? You're happy, like we're gonna we gotta get little little guy through college. So that sounds to me like at least seven or eight years that you would have in front of you, right?
2: That's correct. Okay. I, my my thought is and it's a long way away, so lots can change between then and now, but my thoughts are at sixty
0: phase out. All right. Phase out is really, let's not go, I'm not even thinking, 60 is a nice goal, but I just want to be clear that like everyone who says to me, 60, 58, I know that you're all thinking you can tap into that retirement account, but that's a long time that you have to finance your retirement. You know, you could live for 35 years after that. So you're a hundred percent in stocks right now in uh, the uh, 529 plans? Yes. Mutual funds. hmm
2: well and we so have I, a year. I have two on. questions is is yeah. one is what do I move stuff now and then two is what do I do with the contributions going forward so right now we still contribute to all three of those college funds the yeah. two, it's a 200 200 and then 400 so 200 yeah. each to the 529s and then 400 to the IRA so you know do I continue with that kind of breakdown or do I change my thoughts and mm-hmm. if I don't have enough in the, my daughter's 529 do I just cash flow it or do I? I, I don't know what I can do with the well, younger I would, kids, I, 529. Yeah, we
0: probably, I'd probably steal a little from the younger ones, 529, because I think you'll have some time to make up. Mark, should Patrick and his wife free now? We're, we are exactly one year away from needing money and we don't need all of it, but I would suggest that at the very least of the 90. I feel like a third of it needs to come out and be safe, so that we have year one taken care of. Mark, what do you think?
1: For sure, one year needs to be like in cash. My initial thought was, okay, you got the ninety thousand, and then you got the IRA, and that takes care of child number one. And then I would take basically four, six, so eight hundred dollars. You put how much are you putting into the IRA monthly?
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let's just revise that because. They can't get the IRA until the wife turns 59 and a half. Don't forget.
1: Uh, there might be an education provision. I'm not sure. I think there might be.
0: Oh, oh yeah, right. Uh, is that what you were thinking, Patrick, for um, using your IRA for education? Or do you think you would wait until she was 59 and a half? I
1: didn't even know there was
0: an education provision. So, so my this positive. up right now. Hold on a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm almost positive there is. You avoid a penalty for sure.
0: Right. So if you take out the money for a retirement, you would avoid the 10% early withdrawal, but you have to pay tax on it.
1: Which they're going to have to do anyway.
0: Yes. Uh, well, not necessarily. I mean, yes, they're going to have to pay tax on it. Yes, that's it. But the penalty is the one. I don't know, like, why don't we just, why don't we put year one in cash with the other money? So if 30 is in cash, okay, now the rest of the money is Of the remaining 60, I feel it should be less risky. Do you agree with that? I mean, like, we have to go into like a stock and bond. Like, there has to be like half and half, I think, of the remaining. Like, so 30 cash, 30 bond, 30 stock is what I'm thinking.
1: At this point, I don't think it should be half and half. I would be more conservative.
0: Where do you want to go? I
1: would probably have a 30 stock and 70 bond at this point. I mean, they need that money.
0: I know the money's going to be spent one way or the other, and it's going to be spent like in some short order. And what if we stop putting new money in and stockpile that cash? So that's what we really need to do. So you said it's 800 a month. Is that right?
2: Uh, 800 is the total for all three
0: funds. Right. Okay. So let's say the 800 a month just goes into your emergency reserve fund. Okay. So now that in the next year, that 800, we now have you know, it's nice because we'll have like 10 grand saved. So now your emergency reserve will be 53. So then you pay for year one in a year from now, if you do, I'm not, you know, I, Mark, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I actually think it's like, I think they're going to be okay. Okay. Here's what I think you should do. I think you can either, do you feel like, are you anxious about this right now? You want to roll the dice a little bit? Cause I've got some backup plans for you if you want.
2: So I, I would say I'm not anxious. Uh, I'm also you know, I'm thinking that, um, you know, she's going to be in college for four years at least. And so yeah. that's a five-year window for the, you know, for the- That's back what I'm thinking. Cash.
0: That's what I'm thinking. So that's why I think, Mark, I can't believe I'm going to go more aggressive than you. You're going to make the decision, your final decision, Patrick, we advise and you decide, as my friend Dennis Morton at Peloton likes to say, if I did 30 in cash, 30 bonds and 30, I'm talking about 1000, 30 bonds and 30 stocks. Then year two, I'm hopeful that year two is actually, we're going to just pull half of it is going to be from your emergency reserve fund slash cash flow and the other half will pull out of the account. And then then we basically have to revisit this every year. We literally have to, like, I need to hear from you. Like, you need to be scaling the risk back. Whatever you think you need to spend a year in advance is what you must have in cash, either in your emergency reserve fund, or you got some crazy ass bonus, and that was awesome, whatever it is, right? You must have that freed up in cash. Now, for the other two accounts, the 529 for our rising freshman and the IRA, those also have too much risk. So 60/40 or 50/50 in both the rising freshman's 529 and the wife's IRA cuz all of this money is going to be spent within 8 years or not 8. eight. Yeah, it's about 8 years, right? The worst case scenario, the wor- like oh my god, what if, what if, what if you know what? There are things you can do. Number one, you can borrow from your four oh one K if you had to to just come up with some cash. You're gonna have the house paid off. You're gonna save that money. That money's gonna be used for cash flow. If you had to in a pinch, you could get a home equity line of credit and quickly, you know, have that for a little bit, pay it down. You've got money. It's just a question of you know where we access it from. In general, you learned a painful lesson, which is you don't wait around for the market to take a big bite out of your retirement or your college fund. So what you need to do is, everyone listening, if you think you need money within, say, two years, that's when you like, ding, 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 I need to reallocate. I need to pull the risk down and free up the cash I need now. And what is your downside? Let's say that, let's go back a year. Let's say it was a year prior. And, you know, what would happen is at the end of 2020, you might've said to me, I'm going to need this money in a couple of years. What should I do? And I'd say, you're going to downshift. You're going to have a lower level of risk. And then you're you'd be mad at me because in 2021 stocks would have gone up and you'd call me back and be pissed. And you'd be like, why'd you tell me to do that? I could have made so much money, but, 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 but. So that's what happens when in a bull market, you fool yourself. Okay, so there's real rules around this uh, that will keep you out of trouble, but you have to be willing to forego the upside in order to make this work. So everyone listening, Patrick's case is instructive. If you know you need money within a year or two, that money sits in cash. But that is also the moment that you start to think, I must reallocate because this money is going to be used. The reason why we tell people to downshift their risk as they are approaching retirement, is not because they need all of the money at once. It's that you're going to start to need the money and sustaining losses is quite painful when you have no new money coming in. So that's why retirees or pre-retirees should get in the mindset of, I'm willing to give up some of my upside to protect against the downside. So I think you already learned this lesson. I'm not beating the drum. Like you're beating yourself up more than I am, right? I
1: guess, yes. <laughs>
0: it's not so bad. You have money.
1: So the way I saw it, and Jill, you can knock me down and tell me why not. So I was thinking that with the first child's 529 and the IRA, those four years right there are covered. They just need to obviously free some cash up and reallocate and then take the $800 a month and just put that into the other child's 529 going forward until she starts college.
0: And then just re- reallocate at a lower risk level?
1: Yeah, as she gets older, obviously. Even now, they need to start peeling back some of the risk.
0: I mean, I think that that's a, that's a perfectly reasonable scenario. I think it reduces the anxiety to know that like we actually are not, we have the money in cash and rather than having the money going into that 529 plan, the the younger ones 529 plan.
1: I would just continue to use the 529, you know, it's more tax efficient using that.
0: Because what I'm, okay, so my thought, is, and this is like, this is good. We haven't actually had this kind of conversation before. I'm thinking that we want to leave the IRA as long as possible. That's my my theory being that why do I have to put new money to work? I have money there to work. And the money, the cash flow coming in now is what I could use to pay for college. Like I want to delay moving too much around. I'd rather not have to have him pay the tax this second.
1: I mean, $800 a month for the one child for the next several years, will probably get them where they need for her as well.
0: I hear you. I'm torn. Patrick, what do you what do you think? You're the tie breaking vote.
2: I like that. uh, I like that idea of what Mark just said. I like the. Are you Mark? Lay it
0: out again. Lay it out again. Here's Mark wins on this. I think that Mark is going to be the winner. So, Mark, what is the ultimate game plan for Patrick? Lay it out, nice and simple, for the folks out there in the Jill on Money community. Well,
1: when I first heard it, that was my initial thought. You got the 90 for the first child. You got the IRA. That basically covers four years of school. You just need to obviously free up a year, put that in cash, and reallocate going forward. You're way too risky, but you know that. So you'll, you'll do that. And then I would just take the $800 a month that you're currently contributing to the three accounts and just redirect that into the one account for your second child. And, and you're going to be doing that for the next several years. I think that'll that'll eventually get you to the four years of, uh, of the cost of college you need.
0: So wait, so then we have fifty grand in the Rising Seniors account plus ten grand a year for, let's say, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. So it's four years. It's forty grand. It's not really forty grand. It's like thirty grand that goes in there because that last right three years she, they have three years. So we have thirty grand going in there, which is really only of equivalent to one year plus the growth of what happens in the with the fifty.
1: If they do that for the next three years, eight hundred dollars a month, they're going to be just about a hundred thousand.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe more.
1: And they could easily, you know, if they had the cash for the rest, they could do that.
0: And I was just going to say, and, and then and the mortgage will disappear. All right. I mean, I'm go, I'm game with that. I'm, I'm cool with that. So, big picture, we're going to use the money. You're going to get thirty grand in cash right now out of the five twenty nine plan. The remaining money has to be allocated in a much, much lower risk scenario. Maybe, you know. in stocks and the rest in bonds, maybe. And then in the other accounts, your other kids' account, we really should be the most 60-40 that would be there. If the IRA is going to be used over the next, for the older child, then that has to be more like 50-50. And frankly, probably more like 60 bonds and 40 stock. We'd have to reverse what I had said. If you use all that money up and you cash the eight hundred bucks a month goes into the rising freshman's five twenty nine account. That's what we're doing, right? Yep. Okay. All right. I mean, it works for me. I think either way will work. Um, And if you run into a problem, or if you get freaked out, or if you literally at the last minute are panic stricken and you don't know which way to go, then we can always revisit it. But for now, I think that's a good working game plan. Mark, we're done with these guys. You've you've got your estate plan done. You've got your wills and your durable powers of attorney and you have your health care proxies. Do you, do you, do you? We do. We do. I, do you believe him, Mark? I think now people are going to just start to lie about that. I believe him too. And you got some life insurance just in case this plan goes awry?
2: I do, but I, I probably need to. I haven't. I, I set it up when the kids were born. So that was 17 years ago. So I probably need to. uh, Yeah,
0: just might have a little look, see, have someone take a look at it. All right. If you, like Patrick, are trying to figure out how to cash flow your kid's college, which assets to tap first, you see it even flummoxed me. I mean, Mark, you had a better game plan. I don't know. I still like my game plan, but I'm just, I hear where you're going with it. So anyway, if you need some help, let us know. JillOnMoney.com is our website. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. You, you might find that we come up with a different game plan in the middle of our conversation. Don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. First day of August. <gasps> Enjoy August. It's really it's a fun month of uh, vacations. I hope you're all enjoying some time off. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Grit, growth, grace. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.